Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on top. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Just a few hours ago, a few hours ago in this same studio, walked in the former vice president of the United States, Mike Pence, on the Cats and Cosby show with John Katsimatidis, confirming what we all know. A lot of the problems in our country are due to the current occupant of the White House, President Biden. Here is what the vice president had to say again just a few hours ago. It happens that Saudi Arabia hates our people in charge in Washington so much China is using their influence to uh, get Saudi Arabia to recognize Iran. I mean, what is going on here, uh, Mr. Vice President? I think you're witnessing a vacuum of leadership on the global stage, largely owing to the failed policies of the Biden administration. I mean, the fact that you now have – you had uh, President Xi in Moscow with Putin earlier this week. You you have China negotiating – relations and some sort of a normalization between Saudi Arabia and Iran is all evidence of a vacuum that's been created about the United States pulling back. I mean, we're sending mixed signals to our most cherished ally, Israel. And instead of building on the Abraham Accords, that that was the first peace agreement in the wider Arab world with the state of Israel and Arab nations in 25 years. And for the first two years of the Biden administration, they wouldn't even use the term Abraham Accords, let alone build on it. That's what they should have been doing. But but literally, whether it be, you know, kowtowing to Iran, begging them to come back into the Iran nuclear deal, the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, or the really the, the slow support of uh, of the Ukrainian military that continues to U.S. support continues to move too slowly today. It's a vacuum of American leadership. It's one of the reasons why we need strong, bold leader. We're the leader of the free world, and if America's not leading in the free world, the free world's not being led. And that was the Vice President Mike Pence in studio earlier today on the uh, Katz and Cosby Show with John Katzenmatidis. And uh, I guess the 24 race is off and running. We'll see a lot of candidates here at WABC making appearances. What we're dealing with this morning, the issues on the table happen to be Trump and transgender athletes. Trump, transgender athletes. The former president calls uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, and I understand Mr. Trump's uh, frustration, but but this is questionable and perhaps goes a, a bit too far. Calls him a, quote, a Soros-backed animal who just doesn't care about right or wrong, no matter how many people are hurt. The former president sounding off on his truth, truth uh, social uh, 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 media and uh, declaring, why won't Bragg drop this case? Why won't he drop the case? Trump adding, everybody says there is no crime here. I did nothing wrong. And again, 
the former president referring to Bragg, the Manhattan district attorney, as a Soros-backed animal who just doesn't care about right or wrong, no matter how many people are hurt. Quote, he is just carrying out the plans of the radical left lunatics and that our country is being destroyed as they tell us to be peaceful. And that does bring up a good point about Trump earlier in the week uh, urging his supporters to protest. As I said, they have every right to protest, just like Black Lives Matter was out there protesting. So why can't Trump supporters protest as well? The, The question is, the question is, are you going to protest peacefully? That is the issue. And so now... I've said uh, many times on this program, transgender people are human, deserve respect, and inclusion policies are a, a work in progress. And bullying, harassment, threats of violence have no place in the process But something is going on in society when it comes to transgender athletes, and and it's not positive. And I'm just going to put it out there. Notice we're only hearing about transgender females competing in sporting events. Why don't we hear about transgender men competing with men? We all know the answer because the competition, there are biological advantages for men, and the competition is uh, is much stronger when you're going up against when you're going up against men. So I say all of this to say that a transgender flight attendant, famed for an airline ad, has died by suicide. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And as I was reading the story, she apologized that she could not be stronger to her friends, those that that backed her. This, as you have also another transgender person, a cyclist who won a New York City women's race uh, days after another rider quit in anger. This uh, transgender woman says she feels like a superhero, a biologist, and she won the race, but others have quit. Other women have quit. And so the transgender flight attendant, it took her own life. Her name is Kaylee Scott. And Kaylee gained fame after appearing in a United Airlines commercial. And she was found dead Monday in her Colorado home, 25 years old. And so if your intention is to call up here and attack Kaylee, please don't do it because I won't have much sympathy at all for anyone that's going to criticize this 25-year-old transgender woman uh, that took her life, 25 years old. And so Kaylee Scott shared her transition story for a 2020 Transgender Day of Visibility a video that was produced by United Airlines. And United Airlines responding to her taking her life has said, we are incredibly saddened by the tragic loss of Kaylee Scott and extend our deepest condolences to the family, her family, friends, and coworkers. Here's a bit of what Kaylee had to say in that ad that was done for United Airlines. Don't let that smirk fool you. There was so much pain behind that sweet boy's eyes. I don't normally post about my transition here on my feed, let alone, it's a rare sight on my stories. I used to be so embarrassed about being trans, and all I wanted was to blend in and be cis. But times have changed, 
And I started looking back at the bigger picture and understanding I do have a story to tell. This story comes after a huge pep talk from one of my biggest motivators, love. This is a story that I know is so important for me to continue sharing. Not for me, but for those out there who are still fighting social norms. The boundaries set upon them, fighting themselves. Gay, lesbian, bi, trans, pan, whatever and whoever you identify as, come out, be counted. Come out and be counted. So we have that uh, that transgender woman that has just taken her life. And we have another transgender woman, a cyclist, who won the New York City uh, New York City women's race days after uh, another writer quit in anger uh, at a title loss. And I do have to be honest, folks. We are destroying with the transgender issue women's rights in America. Transgenders should have equal rights. Please, if you're going to quote me, quote me right. Transgenders or transgender women, transgender men, they should have equal rights, and they, and they, they, they should be able to live their life the, the way that they want to. But something is wrong in our country, folks. The, the, this issue seems to be moving too fast, and the transgender community already has a high suicide uh, rate. So a transgender cyclist proudly says she feels like a superhero after winning her latest women's race in New York just days after a former champ quit the sport after losing in anger to another trans writer. And so... You, I want you to think about this for a second. You you have women athletes, just like you have men, and they train their entire life. And it, it's not sexist to state this, but from a biological standpoint, a woman cannot compete in a sporting event with a man, generally. Generally, sports like swimming, you know the sports that I'm talking about. And so now we, we have these transgender women that are competing with biological women, and guess who wins? Before we start with your telephone calls, I see the calls lining up on Trump. We'll get to that in just a second. I want you to listen again to the transgender airline uh, uh, airline uh, stewardess, if you will. They don't call them that anymore. They call them flight attendants now. I want you to listen. She did a, um, a spot for uh, United Airlines, the airlines that employed her, and I want you to hear and she just took her life Monday, 25 years old. I want you to hear the rest of what she had to say. My life changed for the better when I came to United as a flight attendant. With the support from the company, our business resource group for LGBTQ plus employees, and all of my loving coworkers, I was able to break free from the chains that held me. And to this day, I'm living confidently as my true self. I was able to glow up and let go of the past. So here's all the pain that Kyle went through so that Kaylee could live today. I am trans and I am proud. And it's sad. The optimistic tone expressed by the transgender woman you just heard, she took her life, 25 years old, she took her life on Monday in Colorado. Let's open up the phone lines, 800, on the topic of transgender athletes and Trump, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin with Mike in New Jersey. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Hello? Mike, you got to be ready when I call you. Go ahead, yeah, please. Uh, I, no, my topic was about Bragg, but uh, I feel bad that the person committed suicide. Um, 
Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Uno. He's your numero uno. You know, I thought the way she sounded, way she sounded, she sounded happy. But um, you know, it's a pity. I, I mean, uh, if she wasn't hurting anybody. It's not like she was competing in a sport against other females. So she really didn't hurt anybody. As far as the ones that compete against females and take away their their titles and things like that, I have no use for them. They, they they shouldn't do that. That's wrong. We, we agree. So now on Trump, what 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 were you oh, about no, to tell no, me? No, no. A, 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 a lunatic, a guy who had an arrest record like twenty five times, uh, raped a woman. They caught him. Bragg changed a rape charge to an assault charge. He did three months in jail because Bragg changed it. He got out of jail. He followed an Asian, Asian woman to her apartment. He went into the apartment with her. He raped her and then stabbed her 41 times and killed her. So when Trump called Bragg an animal, that's a polite word. I call him a lot worse. Mm. Mm. This mm. woman is dead because Bragg changed an, a rape to an assault. A rape to an assault? you got to be kidding. He was out in three months to kill that poor Asian Mike, woman. I, Mike, I hear you, and, and the, the city and the state and the country are aware of the case that you're referring to. It was horrible. But to refer to the district attorney, wait, 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 to refer to the district attorney as an animal, I mean, some would say that's a code word, that, that, that you know, it, it's a borderline a term. Word. No, that's not a cold word. Animals don't have consciences. Human beings have a conscience. An animal has no conscience. Bragg has no conscience. If he could release a rapist after three months by changing it from a rape to an assault, he is an animal. As a matter of fact, he's not an animal. He's an insect because maybe an animal has a little bit of a conscience. An insect has none, and that's what he is. He's an like a cockroach. He has no conscience, no morality. He doesn't give a damn about anything or anybody. And that's what I have to say. Okay, well, Mike, I, I appreciate your call. Uh, I, 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 will, I will admit this, um, or I will say this. Uh, to go, to, or the possibility of going forward with this case, I mean, it, it, it looks like absolute amateur hour, absolute amateur hour by the uh, district attorney, Alvin Bragg, and normally I don't read parts of an editorial, but a uh, New York Post editorial that's online, you can go take a look at it for yourself, and we're going to go right back to the telephone calls. But I want to read a couple of uh, paragraphs from a New York Post editorial, and it's titled, Fumbling His Trump Case. Alvin Bragg exposes his incompetence nationwide. Now, can anybody disagree with that headline? No, you can't. And if you can, please give me a call and tell me how you can disagree with that. And the New York Post editorial says, with the eyes of the nation fixed upon him, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg is fumbling big time. How incompetent is he? Bragg had to know. And this is the point that I kept making to you folks, putting it in very simple terms that everyone can understand, and that is... Any former president of the United States is a top dog, a big guy. That's not a regular defendant. I don't care what anybody tells you. And when you go after a former president, you better have it lined up. You better dot every I. You better cross every T. You better be ready to go. Because what we're seeing now is sheer incompetence. And it's like, oops. And remember what I said, folks, you're not going to get a conviction. You will get at least one jury member that will say, no, I'm not voting to convict. Well, it appears that even before we get to that point, it appears, and we'll see, that there are enough grand jurors that are saying they won't convict. 
And so the editorial in the Post goes on. Bragg had to know that prepping a felony case against ex-president Donald Trump would bring a media circus. How did he not have his ducks in a row ahead of time? After days of indicating an arraignment over hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels could come as soon as Tuesday, and with the NYPD on alert to handle potential violence, Bragg has on Thursday canceled the grand jury session for the second day in a row. Sheer sheer incompetence. Sheer incompetence. Let's go to uh, to uh, Vito. A number of you want to talk about the transgender issue. We will get to that in just a second. Vito, Staten Island, good morning. What's on your mind, Vito? Good morning, Dominic. I want to just say this. Alvin Blake is not an animal. He's a pig. That's what I want to say about what's going on. Please uh, just hear me out. That man, when you get out of law school you and you want to go into, into law to prosecute, to learn law, to be a good defense attorney, you don't want to go to Staten Island DA's office, the Brooklyn DA's office, the Queens DA's office, or the Bronx DA's office. You want to go to, A, either the Manhattan, the special prosecutor's office in Manhattan or the Manhattan DA's office. That man destroyed the Manhattan DA's office in a year and a half. He totally wrecked that place because of his progressive nonsense well you, you you know what Vito, you you do have a number of adas uh that are walking around shaking their head and you're right in terms of uh, i'm thinking about john f kennedy jr and all all of the major people to get their their law degrees and and they want to intern or they want their first job as an ada to be at the manhattan district attorney's office and poor Bob Morgenthau, you know, who passed away. I've known Mr. Mo- I had known Mr. Morgenthau for a very long time. Did several events for him. You know, his spirit can't be happy. The legendary. We have law and order. Thank you for the call, Vito, on Staten Island. We have law and order, a TV show that is solely based on the office that Morgenthau built up. And Vito's correct. Within a matter of a year and a half. Uh, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office is uh, it, it, it is it is done. It, 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 it is it is gone. Let's go to uh, Mark in New Jersey. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind? Good morning, there, Dominic. Good talking with you again. My uh, issue is talking about the trans issue. Okay. And, you know the left the left loves talking science only when it benefits their agenda. You know climate change. But biology is an inconvenient truth. And another comment, you know, I've not heard anybody uh, of all the shows for all these times on trans talk about uh, from our generation, Gloria Stein. She's still alive. She's 88. Whatever happened to the National Organization of Women now is nowhere. I mean, it shows you it's just a it's a political movement. They sold out. Well, what do you uh, think? uh... Well, I mean, uh, Gloria Steinem and so on, she's gotten older. I'm, I'm not trying to um, uh, uh, disrespect her, but, you know, we all are getting older. And so, I mean, I, I take it away from the women's movement. It, it, let's just focus on what's right. And Thank you for the call, Mark. Let's focus on what's right and what's wrong. Create a separate department or division or unit for transgender women to compete in. It's not fair. And as far as this um, transgender woman, 25 years old, that um, that took her life in Colorado, I, I just say Hollywood be careful. Because on all the social media sites, they are they're telling us that this is okay and Everything is wonderful, and and if you become transgender, you will be celebrated, and on and on and on. But that's not necessarily the reality of uh, of what goes on. And now you have this twenty five year old transgender, a uh, United Airlines uh, flight attendant, who took her own life on Monday. I've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to David in Los Angeles, and we will go to Queens and Brooklyn and Edison, New Jersey, and the Upper West Side and Pennsylvania and the Bronx. Talk Radio 77. 
Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, about to go back to the telephones. We are dealing with the issue of former President Donald Trump calls Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, quote, a Soros-backed animal who just doesn't care about right or wrong, no matter how many people are hurt. And we are dealing with the transgender issue. A 25-year-old transgender woman just took her own life, committed suicide on Monday in Colorado. And uh, also a transgender cyclist uh, has won a New York City woman's uh, race just days after another writer quit uh, in anger uh, at the title loss. So a woman quit because the transgender woman uh, won the the race, and the transgender woman is a uh, biologist. But this is just wrong. It, it, it's we, we're tramp, trampling on women sports. I mentioned David in Los Angeles, so let's do exactly that. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yeah, thanks for covering this transgender topic because it's actually a national. I believe it's a national crisis, and it's not being covered enough by talk radio or cable news. So I'm going to weigh in. Thank you, sir. Um, now, I hear that the, the transgenders, they love to make themselves victims. And I keep hearing about, well, you know, transgender rights. What rights does the transgender have? They're allowed to walk down the street. They have freedom of speech. They're, they're employed. They get to do whatever they want to do. Does, does it mean that they have to have the right to use a woman's bathroom? Now, not every woman wants to have a natural-born male that still has his private parts you know, and there's still a man at the end of the day leering at them in the restroom and, makes, and in the locker room. It makes them feel uncomfortable. What's transgender right? The right to be a natural-born man that competes in women's sports and then knocks women out? There goes their scholarship. There goes a woman's endorsement deal because of a man. The, the, you know, the Navy made woman of the year a natural-born man. Okay, so, so it, the, the, let me ask you a question, Dominic, and I'm not putting you on the spot I'd like to think I can think of stuff. What rights does a transgender not have? Well, it, immediately what comes to mind is uh, it, it's almost an invisible right. Uh, a transgender uh, woman or man, for that matter, uh, they're treated differently. Uh, they're looked at in ways that no one wants to be looked at. They know it. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. And and keep in mind, David, that, you know, yes, can, can they walk down the street transgender? Yes. Hopefully they're not attacked by someone physically, but there, there are high amounts of physical attacks on a transgender and they have a high suicide rate. And so what I'm trying to say, David, I'm going to give you the final say on this before I move to the next call. What I'm trying to say is that um, I believe Hollywood is wrong the way that they're throwing this down our throat. You watch every TV show practically these days, and there's a gay plot, a transgender plot, uh, lovers of, of the of, of the same, uh, uh, the either males or, or females, and so I, I'm 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 very sensitive, and I'm to be honest with you, David, I'm I'm sad to hear that the transgender woman took her own life and apologized to her friends for not being strong enough, and so. I, I'm torn because I'm sick of looking at TV and everything else, and they're telling me this is normal and this is the way it should be. And then on the other hand, you have transgenders that, that are attacked every day. David, before I move on, your final say. There is a huge push in Hollywood, and if you watch TikTok, it's just stream after stream of transgenders. There's a tremendous push, and I think it's because they want population reduction. Now, here's why I think people end up committing suicide. You feel the way you feel. Well, if you cut off your genitalia, if you put on a wig, if you put on makeup, you're still going to feel the same inside. So I just think that you stay who you are, and you want to be an effeminate male, be an effeminate male. That's what it used to be. David, but but isn't that easy for me or you to say? I think a lot of it's social pushing, that, you know, it's almost like uncool to not be LGBTQ or to not be a transgender I think if you want attention, you do it, but then you might be pushed into saying, well, you're really a woman. Then you say, yeah, I am a woman, 
then you cut off your genitalia or you get a double mastectomy and then you still feel the same inside and you go, oh my gosh, I just cut off my genitalia and I still feel the same. I don't feel any better. You know, just be who you are. They say, gee, be, I'm being my authentic self. No, being your authentic self is not cutting off your wiener. Right. It's but, not putting but, on but makeup. David, but David, but they say, and I thank you for the call, they say they are being themselves. They are being themselves. That's that's the uh, the point that they make. I'm going to go to Marianne in Queens in one second, but first let me go to uh, John in New Jersey. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Hey, how you doing? I uh, just wanted to uh, talk about the trends in uh, sports, especially someone who's been an athlete pretty much my entire life um, and in competing in martial arts as well and in in brazilian jiu-jitsu especially um you know i've trained with all different ages and boys and girls men and women and there's straight biological differences between men and women uh my there's no there's no doubt about it there's that that can't even be argued i mean there's no doubt about it and uh my sensei is a black belt and i'm only a blue belt i can I can throw around any time I want, and I'm usually holding back when I'm, you know, training with her. And it just, and even other men, other men who are black belts older than me, but I'm, and I'm not a big guy, but bigger than they are, I can just throw them around. So it's just, it, it's, there's, there's no comparison there. I mean, Joe Rogan's talked about it too. He's, you know, he's mentioned that in the beginning of this whole thing. It, there, there's no comparison with that and it's it's ridiculous that that's it's it's even a thing that we're discussing well i i um, hear you john and i do appreciate your call i see francine in brooklyn lewis in pennsylvania their comments are that they support the transgender community we'll get to that in just a second but i mentioned marianne in queens good morning marianne what's on your mind good morning dr dominic um when we see a party using the money of a communist man that comes from another country who made his billions in the United States and used it to take away our Justice Department and use it for his socialist agenda, that is, forget it, George Soros has to go. We got to do something against that guy and stop destroying our country. And this is why I believe in the rallies, the protests, that we got to do it. Because when January 6th fell, is because it was infiltrated for his people and the Democrat Party to make it fail. But we, are, we don't care. If we have to be, get arrested, we are going to. We are not going to allow the Biden Democrat regime to continue destroying our country. That's what I believe and what I'm ready for going ahead with it. Well, it, it, you're obviously referring to George Soros and the oh, uh, and, yes. and the That's... looming the looming uh, Trump in, indictment. I I don't know, maybe the maybe the indictment will materialize, but I think that um the Manhattan District Attorney is in way over his head and I think that he realizes that now and he's become the focus of the entire country. And he was not ready for this. And it's it's. I do appreciate your call, Marianne. Thank you. It's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out next week in terms of the grand jury uh, process. The president has a rally over the weekend. What will he say? And remember, folks, whatever Mr. Trump says at that rally, Every member of the grand jury will know within a matter of minutes, if not hours, of exactly what Trump had to say at his rally. I mentioned Francine in Brooklyn. Good morning, Francine. What's on your mind? Good morning. I'm a member of the transgender community, and I don't think that gentleman has the right to say what we should do and what we should not do. Okay? Now, uh, going back to the uh, situation with um transgender competing in women's sports. Um, yeah, that that's possibly, you know, they should, you know, we should have our own perhaps category. But on the other hand, I want to tell you about a case in 1975 when Renee Richards was denied the right to play tennis, and she sued and won. So in that case, that's how she felt, that she was being discriminated against. 
Okay, so Francine, explain. I, I believe you said that you're transgender, correct? Exactly. Okay, yes, so so if, if obviously you're not a spokesperson for the transgender community, but you can shed a light that that I can't and others can't. Why is it so important? Well, well, let me let me let me backtrack. One, would would you acknowledge that that transgender women have a a a uh, biological uh, advantage over biological women? Yes, I would. Okay, yes, so would. so you okay, so you do acknowledge that. Okay, so that that's good. So now explain to me, and I, I'm really trying to understand because I'm I'm terribly saddened that this uh, transgender woman took her own life. It, it yes. really it really bothers me. Yes, to, I was saying about that, too. To, why did she take her life? Do you know why she took her life? Uh, we, we don't know as of yet, but, but, but what I want to ask you is that why is it so important for a transgender woman to compete in a woman's sporting, in a biological woman's sporting event? Because many, many transgender people feel that um, they went to the uh, ordeal of having the surgery. Um, they they feel that you know they're they, they're a woman and they should pass. You know, and they should be able to compete in a woman's uh, in a woman's uh, category. But although I feel that um, transgender people do have more strength and perhaps they should have their own category, but that's how they feel. Like for instance, I've I've accepted myself as a woman for forty years. Okay, so. You know, I go wherever I want to go. I use the woman's bathroom. I have no problems with that. But for that gentleman to say that we should not do this and do that, how dare he? You know, we're people just like everybody else. And you're and you're correct, Francine. Explain this to me. So, so you said uh, you, you've been a transgender woman for forty years, and you go about your life, and you use the women's restroom. What about the argument that he did raise, and what what women have raised that they don't feel comfortable? In some cases, if they know in the ladies' restroom it is is a, a transgender woman. Well, yeah, that that could be a problem. You know, I've never had a problem with that, but um, that's a, a problem where you know, I guess it's on an individual basis. If you're not passing, and and you go into the woman's room, then you you're probably going to have a problem. But um, if you pass and no one says anything. I don't see I don't see what the problem is, but of course, if you haven't had the surgery, then that that could be a problem. It, explain to me, Francine, what what is it like? Uh, I, I I I've said on this program I've had transgender friends. I've I've been to a, a gay bar once or twice in my life. Uh, one of my dear friends uh, happened to be gay, and so on. And and you know, and 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 there were times, Francine, when I would. I don't even know if you call them transgender because they were gay. They were gay, and every now and then they would dress up as a woman. So is that considered transgender? No, that's drag queen. That's a drag queen. Okay, so a drag queen just to be to be frank and honest with you, they were going out on a date and they wanted to be a woman that night or looking for a date. So that's a drag queen. Right. They, they, so they were, they're not doing that all the time. They're just going out to show, show how they can look as a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, but a transgender uh, woman. Is it, someone who lives in that role 24-7. 24-7. And including, I, I don't have any other way to say this, including, um, including uh, body parts. I mean, yes. you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, well, I've been surgically altered, and I, do, I really don't want to put myself out there, but I've been hearing about this transgender subject for so long that I, I just wanted to weigh in. You know, mm-hmm. I know been, I'm, I'm glad you did, because um, I, I, don't like, I don't like discussing something where I don't have all the facts. It makes me very uncomfortable, right. and, and you can provide a perspective that, that I can't give. What, what is the biggest uh, misperception, if you will, about transgender people? Uh, the misconception about transgender people is that, you know, we uh, uh, don't need to be, uh, we don't need to be uh, in that particular role. You know, that was, you know, that we're, 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 we're not authentic. You know, we're fake. You know, even though if you had the surgery, you're still fake. You're not a woman. You know, um, and, you know, people spend their lives doing what they had to do. The pain of going to the surgery, the pain of taking hormones, the pain of, uh, you know, uh, changing your life, your driver's license, your your birth record and all this stuff. I mean, this is the thing that 
we lives have to go through, you know, what we have to go through. And I just think it's unfair for people to, you know, to, to uh, ostracize the transgender community. And I, I just had to speak up on it tonight. And no, hey, Francine, uh, I want you to do me a, a small favor. I've got to take a break. But before I do so, uh, a woman who I respect, uh, if you're comfortable with this, it says here her name is Alyssa in Manhattan, and she says – that she has a couple of questions for you. And Alyssa is not going to ask you anything that's offensive, and I wouldn't tolerate that from anyone. Are you okay with her asking you uh, one or two questions live on the radio? As long as she doesn't get too personal, I'll I'll answer her questions. Okay, fine. So let's bring in Alyssa. So Alyssa, Francine is listening to you live. Uh, You said, I can't let this go on too long, but you said you had a couple of questions, so let's, let's go right ahead. Yes, good morning, Dominic, and good morning, Francine. I appreciate that you're allowing me to ask questions because I do want to understand how you feel and how the transgender community feels, and we don't get that opportunity very often. Right. Um, Okay, so obviously this is something you've done for, you know, gone through for a very long time. You said 40 years. I commend you for your strength because it has not been easy. Um, Transgenders are not accepted by society, so Mm -hmm. I understand that. But um, my question is, with regarding people that are identifying with their transgender um, outlook now, okay? And my question is that, you know, when you went start, you know, when you were transitioning, you know, and you and you you eventually became transgender and, and did whatever it took to become a woman. You're happy with who you are. You feel comfortable. You go to sleep. You wake up. You you are a woman. That you feel comfortable with who you are. Exactly. I worked for forty years. I got a civil service job. I get right. And even and even when you have like you know bad days, even when things aren't going right, you're still comfortable with who you are as a woman. Correct. Exactly. Okay, my question is that because transgender has been so focused on lately, and especially for the younger people, the teenagers who are in a way finding their way and perhaps are not comfortable with who they are um, socially, maybe not gender-wise, and then someone is reaching out and saying, well, here's a community who's going to open up and accept you. And, of course, what person who is feeling unloved and unwanted is not going to welcome that and say, oh, all I have to do is identify as this, and these people will love me. And it seems to me that this person might, I mean, not saying that they don't have a gender issue, maybe they do, but what if, in fact, it's a social acceptability issue? And, in fact, it's going to, I mean, do you think that, that, it would be a good idea for these people to see competent therapists to help them identify what their real issue is. Because take this lady just, that just committed suicide. She, I mean, she's here, you know, for American Airlines talking about yes. who she is, how happy she is, and yet why would she take her life? Yes, I don't understand obviously, that as well. Obviously, something is not was not whatever. Her transgender, that was accepted, yet something else was so wrong in her life that caused her to take, you know, to, to feel so hopeless. No, I, that I she got it, Alyssa. I, I have to step in. Let's let Francine uh, respond because I really have to take a break. Go right well, ahead. What, well, what I think, um, basically, it, therapy is very important. Therapy, um, to, to make sure that you're you're really going to adjust in that particular life. I had to go through therapy. I had to go 15 sessions before I was even approved for that. And then I had to see a psychiatrist. Therapy and psychiatry is very important, not for the, not for a psychiatrist or therapy to, to revert you, but to support your situation, and that's very important. If you don't get that support, and a lot of these young people need that support, then that's that's what's going to happen. You have to have therapy, a lot of therapy, to support what you want, you know, to support your role in trying to transition. That's so, very important. So, hey, Alyssa, I, I always appreciate you. Thank you, Alyssa Francine. I I want to. If I had a medal, I would give it to you right now for for speaking I didn't up. Wanna, I didn't want to bring myself out, but you know, I, I was when I heard I heard some things that really upset me about someone saying that we should stay in our stay in our lane and and things like that. But I said, well, I'm gonna have to come in and talk about this. So, but, my, my, hey, Francine, I, I I am like five minutes late for a break here. Transgender okay. women, help me out here. Do in their mind are are transgender? Do they feel that they're women? 
Well, the ones who've had the surgery certainly do, and then there are some who who are non-conforming transgender people are ones who don't don't want to go through the surgery. So, for for whatever reason, they don't want to go through with it. You know, so they of course they feel like women because they do this 24/7. They do it 24/7 because society may not see them that way, but you know they do feel women because they do this 24/7. Completely. Francine, thank you. Thank you for the call. And I, and I hope in the future to hear from you because I'm really trying to develop an understanding within myself as to what's going on. I thank you very much. I've, I've got to move on because I've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The months-long search for a rat czar to tackle New York's rodent crisis is over, apparently. Mayor Adams announced yesterday that he's finally hired someone to fill the job of reducing the city's population of rats. The mayor says we put out a call for a rat czar and we got thousands of respondents, dwindled it down to one person. The mayor said this at a rodent mitigation uh, event in the Bronx hosted by the health department. The mayor says the czar is a woman, but would not shed any more light on the long awaited appointment. So we'll see what happens. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Okay, I, I came in lately, late to this conversation, but all I got to say is I feel very strongly. I don't have anything against transgenders, okay, and I sympathize with that. But if you got junk in the trunk, you're still a hunk as far as competing in sports. Mm. Okay, so we we just heard uh, what what uh, Francine had to said had to say. Did, did you hear anything of what she said to us? The whole thing, yeah. I, I mean, and, and you don't have any more compassion uh, after listening to her. I have listened. I have tremendous compassion for people that feel they have to go all the way, but there's a credibility issue. Leah Thomas, if she didn't get the surgery, and she wa- and she she's in the lot and she's in the girls' locker room and says, "Oh, I'm still attracted to women," you know. Uh, uh, I mean, that gives that presents a credibility problem as to whether she really feels like a woman or still feels like a man. And if she still feels like a man, what the heck is she doing competing with women? Mm, mm. That's I, the only issue I have with the whole subject. Okay, well, well, fair enough, Larry. I thank you for the call. Let's go to Jerry in Edison, New Jersey. I believe you want to talk about President Trump and the looming indictment. Is that accurate, Jerry? Yes, that is accurate. Go right ahead. So, Dominic, um, Alvin Bragg is actually violating the due process rights of, and the civil rights are voting rights. If you can't vote for who you want to vote for, you've lost your right to vote. And he's actually doing uh, – if the primary reason for this prosecution is political – Okay, but wait, Jerry, 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 even if he's indicted, the president, the former president, still can run for president and still can be elected. So how is that violating your civil right? Because if because he's tampering with an election, you're you're hurting that person. And you're not supposed to do that when you're a prosecutor. You have ethical standards and you have legal standards. It's a civil rights violation. One of the things that people should be doing, I don't know why they're not, in Republican areas, especially if he's indicted, is they should be bringing civil rights violations against him personally because he's violating and disenfranchising people who want to vote for Trump. He's interfering with the election. His primary purpose would have to be, if he's doing it legally, prosecuting Trump, would have to be the crime. It's pretty evident that the primary purpose of this, if you look at the evidence and the timing of this, the primary reason, he's even stated it practically, I believe, the primary purpose he has is an illegal purpose. It's an illegal prosecution. Well, he, he, when you say he, the district attorney, but, Jerry, but, I, I, I have to step in because we have a lot of calls. And I'm trying to get to as many as I can. The district attorney has said nothing as of late. Lewis in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Lewis. What's on your mind? Good morning, Norman. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to chime in real quick about the transgender movement that's happening. Go ahead. Um, We're short on time. Go ahead. My my ex-wife is now a stepmother to a a daughter that's 17, and for the last four years, she's uh, now known as gay instead of Julie. 
And it made me question one day, sir, if my son or daughter, which, you know, this girl is their step stepsister, if my son or daughter came up to me and told me that one day, I might have 10, 15 years ago, he had a totally different response. But seeing this young girl get through torture in high school opened my eyes and made me realize, you know what, I would love my son or daughter unconditionally because God forbid if they'd harm themselves, I, I just would never be able to move on and get over myself. And, and at the it's end of the day, Lewis, that, that, that's a great point that, that you're making. I've said right. this over and over on WABC. Uh, my, my, one of my friends who's now deceased, a dear friend, um, Ron Johnson, and Ron was right. gay, and at times he could be uh, flamboyant, and he would snap <laughs> his fingers and right. go, he would go, oh, Miss Thang, Miss Thang, Dominic, get over it, girl. You pee, you pee, right. you peed on the radio tonight. That's what he would say to me, right? But that was Ron. But Ron's Ron's parents never accepted him because he was gay. Yeah. And we went to Wildwood a summer on vacation, and I actually called her Julie by mistake just because I've known her since she was 13, and she got a little mad at me. And I said, look, I said, don't take it the wrong way. I've just known you as Julie since you were a little girl. And I, it's going to take me some getting used to to call you Jay is what I told her. And, you know, I think she understands where my heart's at. Right. But I just want to thank you for your time, sir. I've been a and long time fan of yours from thank Pittsburgh, you. and I really appreciate your show. Thank you from Pittsburgh, Lewis. We appreciate you, and good luck. Um, good luck with your situation. I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, Mr. Mr. Haircut Man with uh, the good-looking yes. tie and thank the you. jacket. Thank you very much. So what, what's going on with... Uh, why well, it was actually at the uh, Rahway Republican Club in Union County oh, wow. last night. They had a great event at the uh, Yow, at the uh, Rahway Yacht Club, and uh, it was great to be there. Got to meet a lot of interesting uh, fans, a lot of listeners of uh, of both of ours. So it was a great crowd. So I appreciate wow. that. You look like uh, five million dollars. Hey, geez. Uh, well, with inflation, you know, <laughs> it used to be only a million. <laughs> Uh, hey, what do you have? At next up? hour, we got Ask Frank Anything. I will tackle questions on absolutely any subject. And a little later, Mark Halperin uh, will be making his debut on the other side of midnight. Brilliant political journalist. We'll talk about the presidential race. And uh, Marlena Schiavo, always a fan favorite. She'll join me in the 4 o'clock hour. Tell Mark I said hello, and I'll be listening. Uh, you have a great show on this Friday. My friend, you have a great weekend. You too, pal. And so, folks, you want to keep it right there. The other side of Midnight, Frank Marano coming up. But first, news headlines with Alex Barnard.